We're talking with Pete Luday. He's the board chairman from the California Bluegrass Association who are putting on their, I guess we're going to call it the 44th annual Father's Day Bluegrass Festival here in Grass Valley next weekend. Welcome, Pete. Well, thanks so much. Really appreciate the chance to talk about one of my favorite events. Oh, and one of ours, too. I think we've been broadcasting it over, is it almost 40 years now? We've been broadcasting it? I don't know. It seems like a long time. <laughs> it goes on a long time. Yeah, this goes back to 1977, I think, was the first one, or 76. 76, <laughs> June of 76. That's a legendary mark, yeah. All right. So uh, it's, uh, it's a lot of uh, history there. I was just reading uh, an article out of uh, the, your, your magazine that Keith Little wrote about the first time and going and like peering through the fence back. And I, I don't even know, it might've been 75 or whenever, when they were looking for it. And maybe even Carl Pagter was a part of that, that little excursion to look for a new site for a new festival. And uh, they started. Exactly. They hopped over the fence and apparently there was guard dogs they didn't know about. So they, uh, <laughs> thank goodness they were young at the time and were able to uh, discover that festival fairgrounds, which I understand is known as one of the most beautiful fairgrounds in California. It, it absolutely is. And you're coming here next week. We are. Um, we have a, a lot of things going on during the week. The big Father's Day festival opens up on Thursday, that's June 16th, and continues through Sunday. But even before then, we're holding a music camp. So a few hundred of the really dedicated musicians are going to be out there uh, taking music lessons in a very collaborative environment. Um, and that starts on Sunday. There's still maybe a couple tickets available for that, too, or a couple registrations. But we're expecting a really big crowd at the festival starting on Thursday. Yeah, we've been we've been shut out for the last three years because of that darn pandemic. But we get to come back again and gather and listen to the picking and grinning of those fiddles and banjos. Thanks to what you people like you have been doing, figuring, kind of teaching us all how we could be online and have digital experiences over the past two years because we've needed to. And it's been nice that the community has stepped up and uh, our California Bluegrass Association has a nu- done a number of online events and raised money for musicians and for our youth program. And it's been very successful. But you're right. There's nothing like getting back together and hearing live music and being able to pick and, and have fun with our colleagues. So it's going to be a wonderful experience. Let's talk a little bit about some of the great uh, musicians that you've got coming there. Of course, one of the greats of all time, Bill Monroe's former road manager, Peter Rowan, coming to the festival. That's right. And in his bluegrass band configuration, the Peter Rowan Bluegrass Band, that's going to be a real highlight. We're very lucky to get him. We have some other terrific bands like uh, Michael Cleveland and Fame Flamekeeper. He's a award-winning fiddle player. He started at four. In fact, I've heard him referred to as one of the best improvisational musicians of any sort performing today. And I wouldn't dispute that description. He's just amazing. Uh, but we really try to mix it up and have different perspectives and different view, you know, types of music. So we have Della May, the uh, um, Grammy Award or nominees for um, an all-woman bluegrass band. It has been performing and does a huge fan base, Della May. And we have the Onlys uh, representing some terrific old-time music from up in Portland. Uh, Dom Flemings will be there, the American Songster. And uh, local favorites, Kathy Kallick, uh, Bluegrass Band, and Lori Lewis in the Right Hands, uh, John Reichman. There's about 30 bands altogether that are going to be performing over the course of those four days on three stages. And you've also got one of the hot young bluegrass bands happening right now, which is A.J. Lee. That's our, uh, yeah, absolutely, our, our showcase band for this year, A.J. Lee and Blues Summit. A.J., of course, many of you know, has been a fixture at the Father's Day Festival, a result of the uh, 
or you know, wonderful musicianship, but um, a, a key part of our Kids on Bluegrass program. So she was on stage. I remember back when she was eight and nine years old, wowing audiences then and hasn't let out in her current band configuration. I've just heard them in a couple of gigs. It's outstanding. And we also have uh, North Country Blue, which is another young, fantastic bluegrass band. They haven't been able to perform, of course, like everybody else with the pandemic, but I had a chance to see them and it just blew me out of the water a couple of days ago, uh, last week, actually. So we're really looking forward to the next generation of bluegrass being showcased. We're talking with Pete Luday from the California Bluegrass Association, who are bringing the Father's Day Bluegrass Festival to the Nevada County Fairgrounds in Grass Valley this coming Thursday through Sunday. Always a fun time. Hey, what do you guys think about Molly Tuttle's new song about Grass Valley and your festival? Isn't that something? Yeah. Boy, how many times do you have a festival with a song um, you know, that's written about it by one of our favorites? So it, it, not only were we very proud that she uh, sings that song, but it's a good song, darn it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's called Grass Valley. If you folks want to look it up, it's on Molly Tuttle's latest album. And uh, she sings about just coming to the festival and, and just falling in love with bluegrass. And that's what you guys can do next weekend. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah. And it's a magical place to hear that kind of music, too, just hearing it going through the trees and, and the fairgrounds and stuff. And then the camping situation has become legendary. Well, you know, a lot of festivals are famous for having a couple stages. You know, we're running three stages uh, of music um, and people go out and see the, the acts and they really enjoy it. But um, I think the Father's Day Festival is pretty unique in that the real music is happening around the campsites 24 hours a day, midnight, three in the morning. We have great camping um, throughout the pine forests and RV spots throughout the facilities. And it's kind of segregated. So there's a tent only area, kind of a quiet area if you actually plan on sleeping i don't know why you would do that and then there's all the various picking areas old time hill and we have a unique culture of people that are attending being um superb musicians and enthusiastic musicians and you'll those wander up and down uh, between the campsites and find great jams to participate in and if you want to bring your instrument everybody's welcome and there's beginner jams and expert jams and is inspirational jams of all sorts. So what do people need to know before they come? What's your uh, vaccination policy going to be like for the getting in? Well, good question. So um, we require either a proof of vaccination, according to the CDC, which is basically the two shots, um, or a negative test result. And that could be done through any of the um, test clinics or labs. If you go to our website, fathersdayfestival.com, uh, you'll find information on how you could uh, have a test kit sent to you. And then there's this little service that you set up for a couple of bucks. I'll do a 10-minute Zoom call to supervise your test and walk you through it and then send the results into us. Or you could do a test at any of the clinics, or you could just send your vaccination card. Um, there's a, a way to post it on that. Um, you could load it in advance. There's a link on our website, fathersdayfestival.com. So you can preload your Vax card, or if you procrastinate like some people, like me sometimes, if you just show up gate, at gate four and bring your documentation, it'll be just fine. Okay. I know a lot of people, they kind of stress out on, oh gosh, what do I got to do to get in? But it's really pretty simple. Yes. I mean, we try to make it easy. So for those that plan ahead, you could get a test in advance online. You can set your Vax card online. Or you could just show up at the gate and we'll take care of it. That'll take a little bit longer. You know, we encourage people to do as much as possible up front, but we know how life is. 
When does the gate open for folks coming in for camping? So it'll be open at 9 o'clock on Thursday. The music starts at 10 o'clock on the main stage, and uh, people will be scurrying for their campsites and stuff. And there is pre-festival camping available, so some people will be showing up uh, well in advance of Thursday to pick out camp spots and just kind of hang out in preparation for the festival. So um, the gates will be open starting this Sunday. A lot of people will be arriving for our music camp, but other people just like to hang out. There's a small fee for pre-festival camping, but if you buy a four-day pass to the festival, then all the dry camping is included within that. There's no extra costs. I remember going to some of the uh, music camps, too, and Lori Lewis was always part of them this time. Who's, who are your teachers this year? Oh, you're going to ask me the hard questions. There. We have a great lineup of teachers for it, um, cbamusiccamp.com, and um, I'm not going to try to quote those offhand, but we have 18 teachers, around 200 students, um, and it's a, a great team of folks. It's, uh, and they, they run from um, all the instruments and from uh, beginners through intermediates and even advanced classes in each. And uh, most of them are sold out, but there's still a few seats available. And you have a, a long list of alumni that has gone through there over the years. Well, we do. Of course, A.J. Lee, uh, Molly Tuttle has been both a student and an instructor at the classes and giving workshops for it. Uh, John Reichman has been our instructor for many years. And um, just it's been um, a, a, a long history and over over 25 years we've been holding this camp every year. And uh, it's a great chance. A lot of people just keep coming back year over year. It's not kind of a one time thing, but it's something that's sort of addictive once you start playing and learning and having fun with people. So hard to stop. All right. Well, we've been talking with Pete Luday from the California Bluegrass Association. The Father's Day Bluegrass Festival starting this coming Thursday, running through Sunday at the Nevada County Fairgrounds in Grass Valley. We can't wait to see all of you come up here, Pete. Can't wait to see you guys up there. And if more info, everything you want to know is at fathersdayfestival.com. Perfect. We've been talking with Pete Luday. Thank you. Thank you. Take care.